You're listening to the After The Show Movie Podcast from ascully.com. Your weekly look at movies, video games, and more brought to you by your hosts, Ace Scully and Sid Talk. We're addicted to movies. Are you? Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Sid Talk. Hello. Mm, what if it isn't afternoon where they are? All right. Mm. Do you want me to say every time? Hello? We'll be good. Hello is pretty generic. You can say whatever you want. I'm just saying. What if they're listening to this at 2 o'clock in the morning Hello. five years from now? Hello at 2 o'clock in the morning, wherever you are. <laughs> yes, pick every single second of every single day. It'll be a very long podcast. <laughs> it will, and it'll involve a lot of editing. <laughs> Sid Talk, what were you doing before the show? What's your before Plain the City show? Skylines. That's about it for today. You were typing up something? Oh, I was. Uh, yeah, well, that too, yeah. I've been doing gardening for just a few years. Do not mistake anything I say for having any sort of actual gardening uh, knowledge or lifetime experience, because I do not. I just have been learning as I go, enjoying it. No, I didn't jump on the trend this past year. I've been doing it for a few years before that. Not my whole life, just a few years. And my niece decided that this year, she is 35 years old almost, and she decided she would take up growing some things from seed and then give her plants to her friend who would then have a garden and ask me, ask me directly, can you give me some of your gardening advice? Are you like, like, hold on, hold on. Are you like Yoda (laughs) with your little advice? No, Monty Don. Monty Don's much better than Yoda. Monty Don Yoda. Monty Don, Monty Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Monto, that's what we're going to call him. And I was like, oh, but I don't really know things. I mean, I guess I do because I've been successful a little bit, tiny bit. And so every week or so I write her an email and some gardening wisdom and some photographs and some things that I've learned and some links to things like videos and articles and whatnot. Well done. And I was also playing City Skylands at the same time. So I'm a gamer and a gardener. It's like... I'm crazy talented. All right, so <laughs> welcome to After the Show. It's Saturday, April the 17th. This is After the Show 680. 680. That's like darts, right? I don't know. I've never played darts. Or is that 180? I don't know. I've never played darts. The movie that we're looking at this week is Chaos Walking. It's a 2021 movie. It's not out on Blu-ray, but you can stream it right now. PG-13. From our friends at Lionsgate, Sid Talk, give us the synopsis of the movie Chaos Walking. Well, that's a tough one. Futuristic, other planet colonized by humans, and um, some people are assholes. That is not what it says on the tin. It's not what it says, but that's what it is. (laughs) All right, I'll give you the one off the box. There is no box, but this is the virtual box one. We got no box. It says, two unlikely companions embark on a perilous adventure through the badlands of an unexplored planet as they try to escape a dangerous and disorientating reality where all inner thoughts are seen and heard by everyone. Yeah, it's fascinating. And just before we get started, I really enjoyed it. All right, let's get on to it. Most of it. Not every single bit of it, but for the most part, it was really enjoyable. All right, Chaos Walking. Was it enjoyable or not? Yes, it was enjoyable. Was it enjoyable or not? (laughs) Enjoyable. <laughs> this is, these With my, very little not. These are my thoughts going around in my head. Yeah, but they're coming out of your S- mouth. Sid Talk thought it was enjoyable. Sid Talk <laughs> thought it was enjoyable. My name is Ace So Scully. let's explain. Let's explain. Okay. 
at some point in the past, because we're in the future, 2257 is the year, they're on another planet, and apparently, as you go through the story, when the original colonists came, as they passed through the atmosphere, which we catch because we have our new Daisy Ridley characters coming to the planet, they pass through a layer that does something to the men that makes every thought of theirs become sort of like a radio signal with audio and colors. Some swirling, swirling around their head. Yes, even like projected like images. Like holograms, yeah. Yes. And so only the men, not the women. And so now in this, at this time frame in the place where we start, it's all men and you see every thought they have and then they have techniques like the one kid we meet. Well, kid. We're supposed to pretend like Tom Holland is a kid and Daisy Ridley is a girl, but they're not. But they're techniques of like, you just start repeating in your head like your name, you know? I am Sid Duck, I am Sid Duck, I am Sid Duck, and therefore if the person needs to know something, it kind of blocks it out or something like that. So, And trust me, you don't want to see all the idiotic thoughts swirling <laughs> around men's heads. Anybody's heads. Let's be very, let's be <laughs> sexist, because I wouldn't want to know every thought of everybody, I don't think. Now, did you like the idea of the thoughts swirling around the heads? Did yeah, you? I really enjoyed it. Um, did you think, did you feel like it was underutilized a little bit? No. Because I was waiting. I feel like for, it could have. It was on the verge of being too much. I was waiting for it, for it to be a bit darker. But I know. I then I realized. Oh, this isn't like an R-rated movie. It's a. It's like from a young adult novel. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting. You know, thoughts are pretty dark, aren't they? Sometimes, like. Apparently. Well, you know what I'm saying. It could mm-hmm. get like it's. It's kind of innocent. The thoughts are innocent almost in this scenario. There's no like. You know, racial thoughts or sexual thoughts, really, or... Not that we see, but I think they're sort really of... Or really, like, murderous thoughts, or... That, I think they're cleansing. I think the preacher guy had murderous thoughts. All I could think of was killing everybody. Yeah, that guy, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, then I realized, oh, yeah, it's like, a, it's like, you know, like, The Hunger Games was, like, aimed at teenagers. This book series also is, so I, then I was like, oh, okay, we're not going too far with it. Hmm. As far as we'll go, is he's thinking, oh, look, a girl. I really wanted to kiss uh, you're me. making it sound like it's not that innocent. So I don't I don't agree with uh, you. Explain. What? I mean, it's not just like all nicey-nice thoughts all the time. What they're trying to do is divulge people's locations so they can murder them. Horrible thoughts about, like, you never know. I, I feel like you see it completely different than me. There's no innocent here. There's nothing right. innocent. It takes place a lot. You know, it's on this planet but the planet really looks like our countryside you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. they didn't really make it look like some different place did they i don't think it needs to but i mean uh, if you're gonna colonize a planet it's gonna need to be like earth otherwise we'll all die that's true but i really liked the um design of the weapons the weapons were like um mass effect video game weapons you know what i'm saying Mm mm-hmm and they, what were they like? They like it's like they dematerialized when they hit stuff. Oh yeah, it's like it's Star very, Trek shit. Like you are, you implode or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But then you, it had you this become mixture. nothing all of a sudden. It like had a mixture of like people on like Wild West type of people on horseback, but then with these crazy weapons. But then there's one instance where there's an electric bike. So there's like, I'm assuming the electric bikes like what they brought with them from, like, their expedition, like, something that was on their ship. I mean, they brought horses with them in cryosleep, so we're going to assume they did, yeah. And this journey with our main characters, they have a dog with them. Do you like the idea of having a dog along on the journey? 
You know how I feel about sticking pets and animals yeah. into movies and stories just for the sake of it. So this dog happened to be charming. Well, we watched um, a movie recently called Love and Monsters, and he also went on a journey with his dog, yep. remember? And it was the same kind of vibe. As soon as I, they were like, oh, here comes the dog. I was like, why do we need the dog? <laughs> you and I are not those people. <laughs> I mean, I like, I, they're fair. You know, I, we're not pet people, but I don't care. We're also vegetarian, so it's not like we're animal haters. <laughs> so, you know, it's just this idea that, oh, Cute well. dog. It reminds me every time of a scene in Scrooged, which is a Bill Murray Christmas movie from, I don't know when, long time ago. I think the late 80s. When the head of the network that he works for says that he takes him for a little business walk in, you know, and says, do you know that cats and dogs are starting to watch television? So we need a show that has like, say, a detective who instead of a lollipop, this tells you how old it was because they're referring to Telly Savalas, right? Back in the day. Instead of a lollipop, he dangles string, right? To get the cat's attention. <laughs> So like cats a- will watch the TV show, and I'm like, I think we're there. I think <laughs> we're actually there, but we're trying to entertain the people by putting animals on the screen. I don't know. I just, it can feel it when it, I mean, this kind of makes sense, right? I mean, there's a dramatic point. Yes. There's, I mean, it's, it's sto- it matters in the story, I guess. Right, and I'm not opposed to pets. Don't get me wrong. I'm totally fine with people loving their animals. I have a sister who likes her dogs when she has dogs more than she likes people, so. I, I totally get it. I'm just not that person. And then when they make it a main feature of a character's whole life, other than, what was the name of it? Year of the Dog? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Cute. <laughs> I totally got that lady, even though I'm the opposite of that lady. So there's a couple movie references for you to look Scrooged and Year of the Dog. With this movie, at the beginning, you're right. Uh-huh. I, I was almost in the mind of, oh, this could get really annoying, this thing going around the head. Mm. And them repeating themselves over and over. And, you know, inner thoughts are, are best to be left on the inside, generally, aren't they? Because <laughs> they're just random. Sometimes it's the same thing over and over again. You really don't want to know what I'm thinking a lot of the time. I, I mean, don't. I love you very much. And if my thoughts about things that you do or say are like, eye-rolling but hidden deep inside my brain. Imagine the thoughts when I don't like someone and they're saying or doing something that I don't approve of. My inner thoughts would be probably put me in jail <laughs> or get me like kidnapped and imprisoned in a basement somewhere where someone want to torture me forever just because my thoughts can be that So I uh, get like the objectionable. First- the first five minutes of this film, there's a lot of the thoughty thing because they're trying to establish it to you. This mm-hmm. is how it works. This is how it works. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. But they do put a restraint on it after a while because there were points where I was like, why is nobody thoughts, nobody's thoughts happening right now? Mm. They, you know, they do put a... They don't explain why, but they put a leash on it. Like, there's points where it never happens. Everybody's stood around and nobody's thinking nothing. Or we're not seeing it. Well, he's t- they talk about how they learn to control it and like the guy when he says like one circle, one something, something, it like it like puts them in a trance or something for a little bit. He, so the Tom group- Holland's character says his name over and over again. Right. But mind. the main guy when because he's like the cult leader. So when he says that thing to them, like one circle, one something, something. Right. It's like the, all those men become sort of hypnotized for a minute. And I think that's when their noise dies down. They call it the noise. So Did we that's explain when what happened to the... It's just males. Did we explain where the women... Uh, well, we don't have a true explanation. I know. And, and you know what? 
that's one of the things that bothered me about it in general. It felt like it wasn't like a whole thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Like the story uh, didn't. There was a story. It was I. I was quite intrigued by the whole thing. But then when it ended, I was like, "Oh, I've got questions. Too many of them. Like, and one of them's those things. You know, about the women." Well, I mean, he explained. But it feels we, no. We got an explanation because it was about that guy, the main guy who built that colony. He the in her journal, Tom Holland's mother's journal says he convinced us to come here. Right. Then he starts telling them things about the women. And then he gets the men to turn, like they all kind of start going a little crazy. And he turns the men against the women. He and then poisoned the minds. They killed all the women on purpose. And then the preacher guy says he killed all the women with no mercy. Yeah. So that's what happened to the women in that group. And then a lot of people escaped, made that other town. And what I'm thinking is there's a whole bigger place that we just don't know about yet. The, which they actually mention a couple of times. Yeah. The other place that's further on yeah. in the world. Now, that's where I'm like, uh, well, I was expecting us to get to there in this story. Mm. And I wasn't aware this was a trilogy of books, actually. I knew it was a book. It just felt like there was another place. But it kind of got near the end of the movie, and then they were trying to wrap it up. And I'm like, oh, the, I don't feel like I'm done here. I, would, I need to see some more stuff. Or I need a bit more, like sure. And it, and it ends in the way of like, oh, they probably are going to tell some more of this. You mean but- like that one Hunger Games that just kind of ends, but then you're like, oh, they're making it into two movies, aren't we? So lucky. Yeah, that's how it kind of <laughs> felt. Like we, I don't know, I felt unfulfilled a little bit towards the end. Like it goes like, okay, we're dealing with this point of the story, kind of, but then I feel like there's a whole massive other bit, even though I don't know this is a trilogy of books yet. I still feel like, oh, this isn't done, is it? This is. I get what you're saying. I can't tort you through. There's a sequel, or there is at least two sequels, which this is just, you know, the introduction of our characters, like The Hunger Games. It did go on for four. And another Lionsgate series went on for what, four years? Ah, they're trying to recapture their old golden days. And they did it with Divergent, and that one never got an ending, remember? I like Divergent too, though. I really like Divergent, but they did not finish it off because of the the last one didn't do very well. But uh, So I'll never know what happens because I can't be asked reading the last book. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of like you never finished that game that you talked so much about. Which one? You know, the one you didn't finally finish off completely. I mean, you... I did finish it. Oh, did you? The, the whole story is finished, yes. The story, but you know. There is nothing new for me you to know. You can't claim you're a completist. No. I liked this. There's some good action scenes. There's some really, like, crazy... The bit where they go over the waterfall. and mm-hmm. There's not a lot of... I mean, there's a bit of space stuff at the beginning. I was expecting more kind of sci-fi-ish. I was expecting more in space. Oh, no, I, I disagree completely. I think it's perfectly balanced with... Because we're, you know, it's 230 years in the future... And so that big giant ship that's crashed over there, like that's you know rotting away. You get to see that, ship. which was yeah. cool. Yeah. But that doesn't need to be the feature because we already know now a giant ship must have come with a bunch of people and they have the little tiny bits of technology. I kind of like the balance because I feel like, as you're saying, it feels like it should be a trilogy. One of them would be, oh, we're going to the sci-fi side, all yes, future, where the planet is sort of the sub-story. But that, again, that's missing, and I don't feel like that's going to happen. No. I'll be honest. Um, and this was, from what I was reading, it, it's kind of like a troubled movie. Like, they yeah. made it 
They made it in 2017, and then it didn't play well for test audiences, is what I read, and they decided they would do reshoots. But they couldn't do reshoots because the two stars of the movie were off doing other movies. So then they had to wait. And then they waited until 2020, when these two stars were available again, filmed a bunch of reshoots, and only now it's coming out. So you know that that is a bad, like, yeah. treacherous thing I mean, thing we for just movies. know that if they aren't profitable... You know, movie companies don't really and this movie, put that much gumption into it. It actually cost a lot of money to make, $125 million, which is really a big movie. And so far, you know, partially due to COVID, I guess, as well. But so far, it's not, it's not even made $25 million back. So are we getting a sequel? Probably not, right? But like I said, if they would do it like as a smaller-ish Or movie? a TV show or something, right? Well, just something that doesn't doesn't have to be too big. Just keep telling me the story of this place and, you know, who's, is Earth still a thing? And, you know, just kind of finish off for me. It's fine. Does it even have to Give be me a happy these two uh, actors? Like, <laughs> no, you know, it doesn't it have to be. It could just be using this universe and Absolutely. going on a different story. could be know? anybody. Yeah, I, I also agree. And it could also be like a Netflix special or something. Just Yeah, exactly. You don't have to go crazy with it. Because... Uh, it's high. It's kind of a smallish story. You know? You think? Well, just the actual drama of it is... There's this idea that the the thoughts swirl around men's heads. And here's a woman. They've not seen a woman, these people. Yeah, well, they have. They killed them all. I mean, Tom Holland's not seen a woman. Right. He even says, oh, a girl. I've not seen a girl. Like, So there's that idea, which is a fun and cool idea. No, it's just him, though. All the other men killed all yeah, the I women. The, it's the not movies. fun and cute. No, I mean, the part, the, <laughs> it's a fun idea where with him and her, the, the relationship between them. I, I really liked. Oh, I disagree. There's also a, a part in this movie um, that I felt was unfinished or un... Like, there was something more to it. When they climbed up that big tower and she said, this is like a monorail, like, to travel mm-hmm. from... One, and then nothing. Like, I was like, I, I, I feel like this might have been... Like, plan to be a sequence? Like, they, they go along it or something, or...? No, I don't think so. I think that's more for th- more of the story yet again. Or setting up for something else Yes, later. yes, that's yeah. what it felt like. Because it even made a point of looking off into the distance, and you could see that there's a monorail system being built, or, or has, you know, half-built, and you could travel from your place to wherever... What's, what did they call this ultimate place where...? I was trying to think, was it Hope, or...? Highland or something like that. So it's like where they, uh, apparently a lot of people are there, like a yeah. city. But we never get to see Obviously, it. Obviously, there are lots of people there building a lot of stuff yeah. until some crazy shit hit the fan. And let's not forget also, there are native creatures on this planet. That was the sentient part I thinking was just about being. to touch on. Yeah. There's, a, also, there's like a cool scene with a native creature... Which he calls an alien, and she's and like, she well, says, he's not the alien, we're the aliens. Right. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, they live here, we, we're we not from here, we're the aliens, and he just, he's not grasping it. You know, it's, it's implied, well, it's not implied, he says right at the beginning, like, you know, we, we don't go out in the woods too much because of them. And, you know. Yeah, but that could be a lie. There was a great war. Yeah, it probably was yeah, a scare tactic. totally yeah. a lie. But then it, they do come across a singular one. There's a bit of a scuffle with it, and then we never see one again, right? Yeah. It's, that again seemed underplayed. I was like, oh, why, why isn't, why don't we have a giant sequence with them? Like, lots of them, and, you know, 
the people. But again, that's probably being set, that's probably supposed to be in the second book or the third book. Probably, probably, probably. All right, all right. So moving on to the cast of this fine movie, Chaos Walking. It stars Tom Holland as Todd. What do you think of Tom? We've just seen him recently in the movie Cherry. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel I'm very neutral. I don't have any exceptional like, oh, he's really good or uh, nothing. I'm, I'm very neutral. Nothing stood out to be. It was a little bit, I don't know how to describe it, but I didn't love a lot of it. But then I wasn't turned off by it. You don't so find I'm him charming? Neutral. No. No. What about in Cherry? I can't remember what you thought of him in that. I think he was fine. <laughs> I mean, that was a more kind of adult role, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably the most adult-y one he's done, but I kind of like him. I think he's... I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the new movie Uncharted as Nathan Drake. <laughs> I just I saw a post photo of him in the uh, Nathan Drake outfit, and it was pretty. he looked pretty good. Like, he, he's the right choice. Well done, casting people. Daisy Ridley plays Viola. What do you think of Daisy? She's good. I think I always like her. I'm I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, biased. About I'm near down to the neutral scale, but I feel like she. Hey. Um, <laughs> well, there's there's just a lot of like looking a little bit afraid, and then being slightly charming, and then being a little bit badass. Right? There's nothing outstanding or powerful. There's more powerful in the lady who was the mayor of the other town, and she was only in it for like a half a second. Right. More, you know what I mean? More memorable as in like, whoa, that character gives me a feeling of presence or something versus Daisy Ridley's, who's, I guess it's good not to have somebody who you immediately feel like, hey, she's a superhero coming to save the day or, oh, she's victim and, you know, damsel in distress. I suppose those are extremes. And I'm brainwashed to think if you're none of that, if you're not up and down on that scale, it's not as interesting. But I like her. Her character just didn't. Other than the time when he walks in and she'd already whipped that guy's ass. I thought that was pretty cool. But we didn't get to see it, so. She's no Ray Skywalker. Well, actually, she is, isn't she? She, <laughs> she is Ray Skywalker. <laughs> Says you. I'm really glad that uh, she gets to do movie Like, Star Wars didn't end it for her. Like, oh, she did Star Wars and then we'll never see her again. Because I really like her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mark Hamill just disappeared into the background for about 20 years. He did not. He always did stuff. Mm, barely. You barely saw him for 20 years after Star Wars, and then he started to do voice voice acting and stuff. He just disappeared. Because like, people are like, well, he's that guy from Star Wars. You know? Like, yeah. We can't, so I mean, we Harrison can't Ford was all right, so I don't know if that's a good way to put it. Maybe he's the problem. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I love Daisy Ridley, Ridley as a uh, Ray. I don't understand why people don't like that series of Star Wars movies. It's so good, so good. Because people are horrible. <laughs> All right, I, I like Daisy Ridley in this, by the way. No kidding. She wore a wig, apparently, but I didn't care. I did not catch that, and I am the queen of catching. You are. You usually go, oh, terrible like, oh, wig. Oh God, it's so distracting. But no, this time I was, I was on board with it. I didn't even. I, I can't tell. I can tell sometimes, actually, but not this time. I had to read it and go, I don't care. She was fine. David Oyelowo. He plays Aaron, and he's the guy, the preacher on the horse. Mm, what do you think good. of that guy? He was good because he made me hate him almost instantly. So Ex Explain the visual of the preacher. The visual the of the preacher is fire around his head every time he thinks of everyone being punished and that 
she's like an angel sent to destroy them all. And so he has to kill her. What we find out later is that he's one of the people who killed all the women. And essentially, he's saying his issue isn't this, you know, I'm holier than thou and God and all that's real and all that. It's just that he couldn't, he couldn't cope with his thoughts coming out. And he then started to blame that on something evil, right? And so then he has to turn into the God guy. But essentially, he's terrible. And that was very powerful, except they pull that trick where every time there's a little bit of okay, he's the peril that shows up. Yeah, that's true. Every Almost every time, like four times, it's like, here comes the fire and brimstone again. And you're like, okay, there's more bad guys in this movie than this one did do a horrible act. We won't mention it, but... The, it was very horrible. The thing he did, I was like, really? What the fuck? <laughs> Stop it. You're going to have to watch it just for the one terrible thing. Uh, Cynthia Erivo plays Hildy. She's the lady who's the boss of the other town. I like we, her. Yeah. We really liked her in The Outsider on HBO. She was really good in that. And she was good here, too. Yeah. Apart from, if you blink, you'll miss her. She's well, not in it very long. she's the mayor of the other town, so... Mads Mikkelsen plays Mayor Prentice. Um, he's always amazing to me in everything, and this was no exception. Because he owns that character. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like this character dresses a bit crazy, and he's a bit, I don't well, know. He just wears a big dead animal a skin. A big fur coat, yeah, he's like... <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's kind of cool, but he's kind of evil, and he's kind of... He's good, Mads Mikkelsen. I really enjoy watching him. Yeah, so Le his Chief. character's thing is that... The women, you can't see what they're thinking. Therefore, they are similar to what the preacher thinks. The women have to go. Like, it's all a lie. And so that because men's thoughts are audible and you can see them, that they're the more honest. However, he's the one who who works the best at blocking his thoughts. So he's a hypocrite. He's a freaking hypocrite, murderous creep. And then uh, finally, Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers plays Mads Mikkelsen's son, Davy Prentice Jr. And he was also very good. Mm-hmm. I, he, I mean, there's not a lot of it, but it, I, I was convinced he was he that was guy. He was scarier than Mads to me because I, I he was kind of an unknown quantity. I was like, is he going to just be a complete psychopath? Yeah, he didn't come off as the leadership <laughs> guy. Just somebody who's going to get really crazy yeah. if he has to. This is directed by Doug Lehman. You'll know him from the movie Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat, depending on where you live in the world. Awesome, awesome movie, right? Yeah, I like that one. He also directed Swingers. Remember that one? That's Swingers from... Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was What's-His-Face. No. He wrote Doug it? Lyman. Oh, what am I thinking of then? Remember the movie Jumper? Yeah. Doug Lyman directed that Duh. one. That's not... Let's stop there. No. <laughs> Jumper wasn't no, great. no. Uh, okay. The next one I really, really love, and that's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You do love that one. It's very, very fun. And lastly, Born Identity, which is one of the best Bond movies. So Doug Lehman's got a big... A big what? A big... <laughs> what are you saying? Well, he hasn't got a What big, are you saying? I don't know about his genitals, but <laughs> he does have a big... Oh, my God. You know, catalogue of movies <laughs> that we know him from. So... Do you think this fits with these other movies? Do I don't like know. It? it sounds like quite a variety. Yeah, so I definitely don't know. a variety. Yeah. Do you think he... Um, it was fine. What about the direction of this movie? Uh, there's a little bit too much handheld. I that was making that me. Oh, my God. In the beginning, it did fade away a little bit. Um, but it was like somebody had the brilliant idea, like whenever 
our lead guy, Spider-Man, is having like crazy thoughts that you make the camera go all wiggly and shit and make it seem like you're in his head when in fact the projection of his thoughts is quite enough. You know what that is? It's the chaos in The Walking. Oh, I see. You see what I'm saying? They were trying well, to. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. So IMDb reviews for this movie. There are a few. Why do we tell them the IMDb reviews? Because you think it's funny. That's true. <laughs> These are the people who hated this movie. They're not us. They're different people. Not us, not us. First guy says, So nice to see we can colonize space and other planets, but still can't evolve enough to get rid of a dumb redneck religious nut job. <laughs> Overall, a boring movie. No wonder it took so long to come out. Hollywood again screws up with a bad book adaptation. Now, we didn't read the book, so we don't know how bad a adaptation it is. Not how bad, but if bad. That's subjective. This guy says, They added thought voices to the people's heads. I walked out. <laughs> Just because of that? Yep. That seems extreme. This movie has terrible acting, and it's not interesting at all. I thought the movie was going to be good when I saw the trailer, but boy was I wrong. The worst part was, bleep, 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 bleep. I'm not telling you that part. Okay. What an awful movie. Wow, what an awful review. Absolute rubbish. A film that never should have been made. This movie is asking you to be brain dead. Don't waste your time. Asking you to be brain dead. Hmm. I fell asleep halfway through this movie, and I was bored during my sleep as well as the wake time. Were you thumbing that on your phone? That little sentence, half sentence, sentence and a half that you just typed there? It was um, not a very good sentence, I agree. <laughs> um, and then finally, what's up with these directors showing suffering only for drama that's not cool? Now you get a one star from me. You could have better developed. Showing suffering for, for drama, but that's... Showing suffering for drama that's not cool. <laughs> okay. Right, so right. those are the, um, that's idiocracy for you this week. Unfortunately, drama, when you're telling a dramatic story about the human conditioning, human conditioning, human condition of all whatever, uh, there's going to be some suffering. That's it, true. It is what it is. This isn't Blue's Clues. But it's not cool. It's not <laughs> <laughs> so in it's conclusion, not Chaos Walking, I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10. Hmm, I'm giving it a seven. I like it a little bit more than you. All right. So that's uh, that's our. So that's that. That's our things. I did. I did quite enjoy it. I'd like to see more of it, but I feel like I'm never going to see more of it. Just okay. Because, you know. Yeah, I know. What you're I saying. mean, if it was, if there was more available, I'd watch it. So there's something to be said. Is that a good review? We need to tell them. Yeah. Please make <laughs> some more so I can finish. I'll this watch off. it. I promise. I ain't reading watch those it. books. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you read all the other books that were popular. I guess I could just pick the books up and just find out what happened, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. And, and you know, you back. like reading stuff. And then I'll report back and then you know what will happen then? They'll make an, they'll make the films and I'll be ruined on them. <laughs> now, yeah. you don't seem to mind watching film adaptations. You have Player One, Hunger Games. And what's the other one? You read Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, didn't you? Yes. You read all them. I did. All right, then. Because let me lecture you just for a second and the rest of the world and anyone listening who has this. You're going to have to leave that deep breath in because that was on purpose. I'm taking a deep I'm breath. I'm going to remove it out. <laughs> he likes to remove our breaths. Well, that one was on purpose. 
Because when you say, ew, well, they ruined it by making the movie. No, shut the fuck up. The book will always exist. So you can always pick your little whiny ass up, go get the book and read it 500 times and never ever bother yourself with watching that movie again or don't watch it to begin with. They're two separate things. Yeah, screw you. Two separate things. It just is one of those most boring things you can hear anybody say, well, it wasn't as good as the book. And is that valuable information? No. Yeah, screw you all. I'm out. Mic drop. (laughs) I'm out. All right, movie recommendations. I'm going to recommend it. This This movie isn't necessarily a good movie. That you're recommending? Yeah. Okay. It's called After Earth. Oh, yeah. But this movie reminded me of it quite a bit. A little bit, yes. I I catch what you're throwing. Yeah. So I'll recommend a movie that is not necessarily great, but I still enjoyed it in a way. I never recommend movies that are necessarily great. (laughs) All right. Jumping on the bandwagon, are you? And I'm recommending the uh, three movies that feature Ray in the Skywalker trilogy. Okay. I I like Would you like to tell everyone how you contributed to my gardening experience? Yeah. I do my gardening. I decided one year to name. Yes. Name, name everything. Name my beds and my pots and everything. And what did you decide to name the one big bed that I made? Raised bed. <laughs> Get it, everybody? It's a raised when bed. When I came up with that, you were like, oh my God, what is... <laughs> Genius. Yeah. So it's not a raised bed. Raised R-A-I-S-E-D. It's raised bed, R-E-Y. See what I mean? It works in, See, two, it works in two angles. It works. And right next to raised bed is Seven of Nine Alcove, just if anyone wants we to. We have a bunch of stuff, uh, Star Wars Star and stuff. Wars and Star Trek, yeah. I've got Worf and I've got I've got Luke Skywalker. As a, he's a container. Boba Fett. Some... Got, yep, C-3PO. And the P is P-E-A. Yes, yeah. I typed them up. They're in a spreadsheet. Everyone, don't judge me. <laughs> We're mental. Stop it. <laughs> All right. They're my uh, recommendations. After Earth and Star Wars, all of it. My recommendations are going to go with the... This year, I'm just being lazy, and I basically made a list of all the movies that I've watched, and we're going back to the 80s, where 1981, and two of those movies would be The Four Seasons, with Alan Alda and Carol Burnett. Really impactful at the time on me. I wonder if I watch it now, if I would just find it pretentiously overly grown up. Basically, he's he meets with a woman every year... Like an affair, but like for the whole 40 years of his marriage or whatever. So it's like through all the seasons of their marriage and through the seasons of the year. And there you go. And then the other one is Friday the 13th, part two. <laughs> Again, we're not going for quality here. We're just it's, telling you. I can't even telling. remember part two very well. I don't either. Friday the 13th, part two. All right. A Scully stuff. I've been playing a video game on PlayStation Plus called Control Ultimate Edition. Did you see me playing this game yesterday? A little bit. It's a. It's from the creators of Alan Wake Remedy Software. They also did Max Payne, if you remember that one from some time ago. Yes. And uh, it is a like a psychological horror game, and it takes place in this. Big building, and nothing in there is what it seems. And it's got a very Twin Peaksy vibe, said Tuck. Okay. No wonder you like it. Like that. inside the big building are like different realities. And you're that you've got this like paranormal weapon that can get rid of these ghosty figures that are in the place. Goodness. It's not it's not scary as such, but it's got this I really want to go through this story because I'm interested in where it's going because 
There's things in the world inside it called objects of power. And when you're going around in, the, in this big building, you're looking at like these documents and videotapes from people who used to work there. It's empty now, it seems. And these people were like scientists and they were experimenting on rips in dimension, the fabric of dimension. Like So they found things called objects of power. And the first one I found is just a telephone, like a red telephone. And apparently the red telephone is like a conduit to some other place. And this other place is what we're trying to Doesn't sound out. like Doom. Doom opened up a portal to It's kind of like that, but not like monsters. But not hell. Okay. It's, it's more of like there's this other place with alternate versions of us, possibly. The Alan Wake game also had that kind of vibe to it. Do you remember that one? Kind of. The Alan Wake was kind of loosely like based on like a Stephen King, like he's a novelist in in Maine and he opens up this thing. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, the DLC for this game called Control, which is included in this version, which is comes after the main story, actually features Alan Wake. So Remedy are doing their um, Marvel Cine- Remedy Cinematic Universe, where it all kind of merges together. So I'm just mm-hmm. interested to see what this is all about. It might not be about anything. It might be weird and undecipherable, but I'll let you know. Weird it's called, and undecipherable. It's called Control Ultimate Edition, and it... The reason I'm playing it is it was free on PS Plus and it's a PS5 game and it's very cool. To, it's very good graphics. It's triple A game. You're so, in love. You're in love again. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to play it through. You've definitely. had some winning games lately. I have. And uh, a lot of it's been down to what PS Plus keeps dishing up. <laughs> so what's for dinner? What do you want? I want a sandwich with uh, stuff on it. Any sandwich with any stuff? Because I have bread and stuff. Yes. <laughs> I have roasted broccoli, and I'm, this is an, an interstition here. I'm going to just add this commercial for the best recipe that will change your life if you like broccoli. Okay. You get some broccoli. You break it up into florets. You cover it with olive oil. You put it in the oven with salt and pepper for a while at 425, not you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, depending on your oven. It is the most amazing stuff. It doesn't necessarily make your house smell good, though. It does not. True. That's a that's a downside. <laughs> I'm lying. However, isn't it amazing? Yeah. Is it just me? Delicious. Is it just me? It's just you. Oh my god, it's so good. What's your uh, advice? My advice is what? Uh, let me go back over here. Oh yeah, we're going back to gardening for a second. It's very basic. It's something I have learned over time. First year. I didn't follow this. The second year, I didn't think of it. The third year, probably wasn't clued into it yet. But now I get it. Less water, more light. That's it. So in life, you could pick two things. Less of this, more of that. In gardening, less watering, more light. More quality light. No, I like more water and less light. No water? More water and less light. No. (laughs) That's what I like. Well... You know what? There's probably a plant in the world that does love that. Yes, but not my plants. Tomatoes, peppers, flowers, herbs, things like that. Yeah. Less water, more light. All right. So you can catch this podcast on ascully.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're also on anchor.fm slash after the show if you want to find us. Or anywhere where there's podcasts, just type after the show movie podcast. You'll find us. You can email feedback to me, ascully, ascully.com. Do not email Sid Talk. She has no time for any of you. Not really. 
<laughs> and uh, stay classy, Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Please make another version, of, uh, like the next part of this movie, and don't go off and do other stuff. You know, that happened with Sherlock. What happened to that? The we'll movie. never know what happens. The movies or the show? The show, because they went off and did their own thing, and then nobody... They got making... all famous and shit. Yes. Doing other stuff. Buggers. <laughs> and I'm going to say, think for yourself, or someone will do it for you. <laughs>